I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Come on over to Byron Bay. I'm working on it, guys. I'm, I'm doing a lot of workshopping. I'm saying it out loud to myself. I'm a, I try to always be professional with my cadence and accents, and I'm trying Excence? my best. Yeah, you're doing it better job you always improve that's, that's the thing me. about you i'm a slow burner I you come do, around you're a real do better mm-hmm. and you do do better i was rightfully told by an, an aussie listener that my accent unfortunately carrie i'm not trying to be mean but your accent is dismal your and accent like, is abysmal so i was like oh abysmal abysmal so you know what i heard you i honor you and i'm doing better you, I'm process. I'm taking time to process. I'm doing the writer. And think about how I can do better from here on out. Yeah, I'm sorry, but your accent's pretty abysmal. I'm sorry to say this, but your accent is actually abysmal. Um, thank you for the warm response we've gotten. Now that we are doing Byron Bay's, people seem to be really excited. People are excited. I pray that this goes viral in Australia. I'm living in a place of delusion where, like, Australia is going to outpace Embrace. the U.S. as, like, the numero uno continent where Sex Unique Podcast thrives. Yeah. Let's I'm do it. Go global. Why not? We can take Qantas. <laughs> <laughs> we can take Qantas jets down to Australia. I want to sit in business class. in the Gold Coast. I want to sit in business class in Qantas. Also, Australia is opening up now, like, Yay! very soon. To visitors. It's a long way. <laughs> it is a long flight. What is it, 20 hours? 15. Oof. I've been, twice I've been. Twice you've been? Yeah. When? And sat not in bed. Woo! It was a long, long way. Were your gams crunched? Actually, no. I think I was in like a pretty good leg room seat one time, like an exit row or like a just more space. Did and then one in, time I was crunched. Did you sit in business class ever? No, not on a long haul flight. I've never sat business on like a long haul flight like oh, that. The only time I've sat business was flying from LA to Boston for our tour. And after that, I, it's hard to go back. The best. Yeah. But now I, with gas prices... Every flight is like so fucking expensive. Really? Yeah. Like you are really Damn. only going to go business if you're like a millionaire. Fuck. I was looking at flights to New Orleans and it was like $684. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. Fuck, it's the I, gas. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, luckily my, my engine's a hybrid. You've got a hybrid vehicle? Yeah. Wow. Ford Fusion. I've switched out the Honda Element. R.I.P. to the element. R.I.P. to that queen. Um, but every time I see a Honda Element, I think of you. Yeah, it's not gone. It's not gone forever. It's just changed locales. But I, so my, I can get a lot of bang for my buck. Like I, my engine stays true. That's major. But I filled it up the other day and it was pretty pricey. How much was it? It's almost seventy. I filled mine and it was sixty-four. Oof. I was like, damn. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a hybrid. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but so it, what it's forcing me is like, 
I just have to like, I'm just going to walk more and I'm really trying to limit like how far I go with my car. Thankfully, I'm in a place where I don't need to like drive that many places right now. So like I can cut back on the mileage, but I'm trying to like keep it within like a five mile radius because it's hard. It's fucking it's hard. It's going to get worse, too. Yeah, I think I said it was going to go up past 10. That's that's actually crazy. That's like cataclysmic. And like, I I wonder, I worry that there will be like unrest over that because that's like that not everyone can like I can barely afford that how do you steal gas asking for a friend I think you like what do they do in the movies they like stick it into a car and go like oh you suck it and siphon it yeah I don't know okay that seems deep throat I swallow gasoline (laughs) I don't know I mean that's I feel like that's gonna start happening people are gonna start like yeah breaking into cars or like at night like just siphoning, siphoning gas, gas. Out of people's cars it's crazy i mean how long now's the time to get a tesla now's the time to get some sort of tesla or hybrid car as they do in byron bays i need They've a hybrid got... it's nice i think to drive. i don't have to drive really ever like i drive to go yeah you i fill up maybe like every two weeks yeah, if I didn't, if I like had a full time job, oh, I would, if there was a commute, yeah, forget it. But LA, you need a car, so it's it's gonna hit. It'll feel. I think it's gonna feel worse in like a city like LA because where gas is already like crazy. Where gas, California gas is crazy, but also like everyone fucking drives. You need a car. Are Ubers now more expensive because Probably. of the gas? Everything is. Ugh, everything really is, honestly. Also, there's a food shortage coming, apparently. Oh, there's going to be, like... I was listening to some podcast that was, like, we're about to, like, enter, like, a five-year famine because of this war. Send it to me. Okay, I will. So I can... It's called Hidden Forces. I mean, Hidden... Biden was pretty much like, yeah, there's going to be a food shortage. Great. Well, okay, can I say one thing? inflation hit me in my amazon cart where it really hurt <laughs> where, where a six pack of or a 12 pack of diet coke minis went from nine dollars to twelve dollars oh my god i said it's real <laughs> <laughs> inflation is real inflation's real over here mates. oh my god inflation I'm- is real oh after, all. after all <laughs> after all this time i'm finally a believer in inflation it hit me where it hurts, girls. Right, in the Diet Coke minis. Right, inflation's real. It hit me where it hurts. Right in the gammas. <laughs> really from ground zero of inflation. Yeah. I guess I said, <gasps> oh. it's happened. It's happened, folks. It's hit me right in the, what do they call the balls? Right in the kisser. <laughs> right in the groin. What do they call balls in England? Right in the nutsack. The jewels. Right in the jewels. Right in the family jewels. <laughs> I couldn't believe every time I see truly inflation on like the dumbest shit that I care about. I'm like, <gasps> they were right. The economists were right. Yeah, it's a disaster. I take to my ledger and I write down the ingredients. Find out what that Romanian psychic has to say. Ovidu. Yeah. I'm now going to get linked. I'm linking with another psychic because I need a, my, like I like you to get a, a yearly opinion. reading but okay, so well, Ovidu said no World War Three. But then I asked my friend who has like 
connections to like a Indian numerologist. And he says definitely World War Three. You know, we have we met an amazing woman in Seattle named Cherub, <gasps> who is a shout out to Cherub if you're listening. She's a bonafide witch Wiccan practices witchcraft she's a psychic she does readings so like get in touch with her she's she seems incredible and we both felt like she was our trenta girl in seattle yeah we crowned her trenta girl we and strega and And, strega but she we both kind of felt like like she she had the vibe she just gave off really good energy we're in the presence of one of the greats but she was also saying she was having She's saying World War Three, a premonition of war, and I. So be- I'm like, I believe Cherub. I believe Cherub. I just like to know what all the psychics are saying, and not what actual people that would factually know <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Would, uh, that society would accept as fact is what I say with in the medical metaphysical world. I think there's a probably a fifty fifty chance. I think with anything. That's a great assessment. I think it could either happen or it couldn't. Basically, how could anything? But honestly, but totally, I'm with. I'm a hundred percent. If you think about it, it actually makes sense what I'm saying. It's like this could World War Three could happen. Things could happen, and it might not happen. Also, couldn't. And so that's where I stand. That's where I draw my I line. That. I draw my line in the sand 50-50. I think it maybe could and it also maybe couldn't. And I would tell you, girlfriend, you are so on. Girlfriend, you are on. Marianne. <laughs> what does Marianne Williams have to say? I think she's, she's sad. She's just... She's dev- just devastated. She's just tweeting about hummingbirds. Fair enough. So, hummingbirds are around, too. I've been seeing them. Uh, we have hummingbirds come up to our balcony. Oh, that's hot. There's a woman, our neighbor has like a, a bird feeder. feeder whole village happening. So we see them come up and they fly in my face. <gasps> but sometimes they're like glowing in the magic hour. They're kind of bug-like. They are. They're insect-like. They're like those like scarab beetles mm-hmm. that come around in like July, yeah. which are actually used to terrify, cicadas? but they're very good. Not cicadas. Scarabs? You know that, don't you oh, ever see those yes. big beetles with the like shimmery wings? Yes. And they're very terrifying because they're like, and they yeah. always are kind of lazily flying a little they, too close for comfort. Yeah, they have like. I'm they, like, do not touch, but I appreciate you. You do you and let me do me. Yeah. But they seem to really want to do you. But they're actually incredibly good luck. Yeah, they have like teal, shimmering, teal, sea green. So I will green. run away from yeah. them and flip out if they get anywhere near me. They're, and neighbors have like seen me do that. They are dragons. They're Speaking s- of dragons, <laughs> I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast, Podcast, The Bays of, of Our, our lives. lives. Dragon energy abounds. So we come up on Gay Alex, the influencer talent manager to the stars. He's ready to take down Jade. I'm like, leave him alone. Yeah. If he wants to. You're just a jealous hater. So Alex, which is like, I, it's probably true. He thinks Jade's follower count is bullshit and full of fake followers. And he says a lot, a lot of people do this and they're messing up the system for my talent who actually work hard. To build their brands the Sarah, honest way. Yeah, his his star client, Sarah, is in the stew and working on her music. 
which is terrible. Terrible. Alex goes. He drives <laughs> out to the country to see her. The studio is literally in the outback. I was I like, this is wake and fright vibes. I thought he was, he was like, oh my God, there's a cow. And I thought he was going to say kangaroo. No, it's like walkabout vibes. It's true walkabout energy. Side note. What? We should get a ripped kangaroo's third mic on the pod for okay. an episode. Side note. Don't love Sarah. No. It's, I don't like her music. I don't like her energy. Her energy's it's classic Gold Coast trash. <laughs> Not even that. She's just like, I'm like, get away from me. Yeah. She's like a witch. She wishes. I know, but like she's, she's like Alex goes when he's about Jade's followers, he goes, Sorry, doll. I gotta call you out on this. If it's all bullshit, sorry, doll. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to see Sarah. He goes, I really want to tap into that brand, Sarah's brand. Yeah. Also vague again. What are you talking about? Because Louis Vuitton doesn't buy itself. Typical. This is just. You shouldn't be buying that. You should really be like scouting better talent. Yeah. This also just like, it's just, it's so. Sound bitey. Yeah. The jargon, the sound, the social media. It's just, it's the same in every continent. Just go to, go to sort of, you know, really accrue and, and sort of augment followership and just sort of it's like all these like buzzwords i don't know what the fuck they're even talking about engagement gotta get the engagement up a lot um we see nathan chopping little onions he's preparing salem with or salmon (laughs) salmon with l alex is really glad that sarah is gonna go out with nathan because it'll get her followers up and he's basically like sex trafficking her to nathan yeah he loves Nathan. He is obsessed with Nathan. I think Sarah is his bodily proxy to Nathan. Yeah. L. He being, he, maybe he being John Malkovich's Sarah. He probably does. When she's I with- think she's more of like an alien who's like consciousness you can tap into at any time. Like or, you could just plug into her consciousness and then you're in her body. Or she's like a Stepford. She's Stepford vibes. Yeah. L's <laughs> flirting with Nathan is chaotic. Okay, at Elle, best. It's 10 in the morning and they're cooking salmon. And they're, and they're like, hugging each other and snapping each other with a towel like two little locker room boys. And then all of a sudden, Elle's boyfriend, Stav, walks in. I wrote, whomst? I wrote, literally shocking. So Stav is her long distance boyfriend who comes in He's every two tiny. weeks. He's cute. He's tiny. He's a tiny boyfriend. He's a pocket boyfriend. He gives me cuck vibes. Yeah. He goes, I had a smack down here. What's going on? And she's basically like, I want to fuck Nathan's him. been pounding me in the ass in the kitchen. Want to watch? Nathan's kind of like, he says, he goes, Elle's sort of in love with me and sort of flirts with me. And it's a little awkward when her boyfriend comes in. Do so you think she'd tone it down? But she makes it even worse. She likes to cuck starve. It's so, this dynamic is so weird because I really feel like Nathan is gay. Yeah, I kind of think so too. And I'm also like, you don't live with two hot people, don't just platonically live together. No, unless they're fucking. Or unless they're. Unless one of them is gay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's like, it's weird. They've, they moved in six months prior. They've lived together for six months now. Also, that house. How do they afford that? Are they renting know. it? 
Probably. It's probably no, I mean like for the is the show renting it for them? Maybe it seems very like undecorated or like so just like whatever decorated that it could just be a furnished rental. There's some kind of E2 Mama Tambien thing brewing. Maybe Nathan and Stav are fucking. Mm-hmm. And then Elle is just kind of the link that like gets them horned up for each other. Yeah. She's their beard, their yeah. mutual beard. <laughs> she terrifies me though. She's really freaky. She is an alien from another planet. She's not about Nathan going on a date with Sarah. She goes, I just don't think she's good enough for you, Nate. She goes, so yeah, do you want to go on a date with her? (laughs) She goes, I don't know. The Gold Coast is all about fake boobs, fake lips. And I'm looking at her lips and I'm like, lips with a Z. Mies? Lips love to come for (laughs) other lips. What about yours? I wrote Miss Lips. Whenever you're in a place of lips, you're always noticing the lips of others. Yeah, so are you trying to go on a date with her? So yeah, do you want to go on a date with her? (laughs) With her? Lips has her eyes on lips. All eyes on Sarah and Elle. I would love to get Euphoria lips down in Byron Bay. Yeah. I think she could really mix things up and she has a bit of surfer girl energy so she could go out with Elias and I don't Nathan. Really know, I don't know what her energy is, honestly. I don't think it's surfer girl. I feel like it's like... Lips? Euphoria lips? She's just like... She she goes, I'm a food... What does she say? I'm a chef. L. Yeah, isn't she like a chef? She's raw. She's a wellness... Coach? Influencer? Okay. I made you a ceremonial cacao. Jade Jess comes to see Jess at the Bell headquarters. A Johansson. A Johansson. Her first catwalk. She keeps saying, it's my first catwalk. Her first fashion line fashion show is set to debut in just a few days. Jade goes, (laughs) I'm Australia's number one most followed male influencer. And he goes, influencers at the end of the day we all just want acceptance and i was like i think you are accepted you have a you have a million followers so people have officially accepted you yeah he comes in with two outfit choices for the show and he's all nervous like sweaty and jess goes i'm right sweating about what i'm right stressing about what to wear to your show and when she sees him she goes haha look at you with your clothes i'm like cold she puts him in a puffy jacket she goes yeah so it's um, i was like he's like so what's the vibe and in my head i'm like it's probably like creams cream. she goes yeah it's sort of a lot of creams and he's like oh i was like okay creams and neutrals he goes babe i don't know what to wear to the johansson show <laughs> <laughs> she's a creamsicle she is a creamsicle and she goes here try this and puts him in a cream puffed coat and he goes, I love this. I love it. He goes, babe, I need to pay you for this. And she goes, no, it's a gift. And he goes, I'll smash it on my socials then. She's like, good, do it. Yeah. She goes, every time Jade hits his socials, they blow up. <laughs> We're going to sell out of this coat. I was like, fucking hell yeah. Yes, By I the did. end of this show, though, I wanted to buy a Johansson dress. Wow. I looked... But really, it's, it's the dress of... that I want is the one that Saskia was wearing, I think. Uh, yeah, the clothes just were like giant shirts. It was a lot of giant shirt vibes. And then, like, it's really Jacquemus, Bella Hadid. I love his work. Mm-hmm. What did you say? Pride? 
Uh, it's held together by the tiniest strings. There's one that's literally like it looks like a like a toga like a toga party. There's one that's literally I like, like that. I know, but it's th- curled. It's that's toga like, vibe. When I used to make like towel dresses for myself, mm-hmm. I would like. It literally looked like she made it that morning. I know it, and I'm I, sorry. I was like, I'm I can't sorry. pay two hundred sixty-five dollars for something I could do dollars for something that Carrie could make me. <laughs> Honey, I'll make you a fucking off-the-shoulder towel dress with a with a twist wrap strap. Please fashion me in one of your O'Donnell okay. originals. It's a it's a Carrie original. It's a Eugene O'Donnell original. It's a Eugene original. I'll smash it on my socials. Jess has a giant candle on her desk that I wanted. Yeah, I like that. And Jade reveals that Hannah invited her to the Crystal Castles. Jess is like, yeah, you should go hang with her. She's loads of fun. She's heaps of fun. Heaps of fun. <laughs> Definitely go. Don't judge Hannah based off of May. Just don't piss her off. Don't get on a bad side. <laughs> Jess, by the way, is the MC in Cabaret with his little stash. His stash is... It's you mean... <laughs> the MC, Like the Alan Cumming you character. Jade. You Jade. said Jess. I was like, oh, she oh, has no, a no, no, Sorry, sorry. Jade. I was literally picturing Jess <laughs> with a top hat and a mustache. No, Jade is No, truly... Jade is... I'm also just like, Jade is so young. He's like... But an old soul. Literally 19. But also looks... 60. Why? Like, <laughs> I think he just has... There's like a filler heaviness that's happening. And I'm saying this as someone who's always looked old. Me. I've always looked a little... I'm like, saying this as someone who is now old in the world of Byron Bay. Like... Oh, we're, we're elderlies in the Byron Bay laws. But I also... Saying this also as someone that's like been following... There's a new movement, I think, in plastic surgery and like facial enhancements that's trying to encourage people younger people away from filler and move them into just getting surgeries and they just like keep facial reconstructive surgery just like if you're gonna spend the money on filler you might as well just get like a bl- upper bluff or something like, like they're they're like if you're gonna spend the money here you're better served to just get surgery i think it's all just it's just all to make money for these people at the end of the day but they keep using this like really awful terminology that scares me as a user of fillers. It's like filler fatigue, like where your face just starts to get like rejecting. So it. not rejecting it, but it's actually instead of making your face more like voluminous and youthful, it creates like a heaviness to your face that you can tell in some people when yeah. they've had that where their face just looks like heavy, but not like. It's like gravity. Not old, saggy, heavy, but like you've had a lot of fillers and it's dragging your face down heavy. Yeah, it's like moon face. Just another scary thing to think about. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, 
MeUndies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I mean, yeah, we might as well just get a full Bella Hadid, like, facial. That's what the girls are doing now. I think I'm all about I mean, they're basically, like, instead of getting filler, just get a cheek implant 
Or like chin implants. Or bucal. Get your buckle fat removed. Bucal. Lauren Bucal. Buckle fat removal also I didn't realize. I followed some uh, popular plastic surgeon on Insta, Sheila Nazarian. Oh, I've seen her. Yeah. The model surgeon. And she does buckle fat removal while you're awake. And it's a procedure that takes 30 minutes or less. Where they just slit open your cheeks, pull out the fat, and stitch it back up. And you're ready to go. Nice. Nice. Um, apparently, oh, apparently Elias was on Love Island. I remember this now. I remember him. It was like first season, yeah. right? Yeah. He's no stranger to reality TV. Have you gotten into Love Island ever? No. I can't get into I've, it. I tried reason. one and it was like, there was one girl who just never get, kept getting not picked and it really darked me out. So I had to turn it off. Yeah. there. It's also like, I can't commit to like. 48 episodes we've been watching celebrity big brother oh i hear that that's really good we're watching season two with kato cat caitlin and tom green and tamar Bax, uh braxton braxton that's and mage candy burris wow and julie chen moonvez is a bot wow she's still on still trucking away wow she kept her kept her little job <laughs> What a, I wonder, it's a, you it's need to a, watch the New York David Guest season. Oh, when, when <laughs> David died. David's, David's dead. dead. The sisters Braxton are They're, all serving. But she is, they had their own reality show I for know. a while. Elias is at the gym with his bro, Simba. Okay, Simba is so hot. Yeah, we both, we, Simba's, I think, the hottest guy in the show. Something changed where I was like. Carnal. It's a carnal attraction to Simba, I want despite him his best efforts to repel. With his horrific style and hair. With his awful personal style and his mullet, He's I'm Tiger still King. down to fuck. He has Tiger King style. Not even as sexy. Um, when they box, I was turned on. Elias is so hot. I wrote, I love Simba. They, His holistic and sparring vibes make me horny. Yeah. Simba's like... Yeah, right. I'm, so I'm not really... He's like, I'm not really part of the same world Elias is in with modeling and all that. I'm more of a healing type of person. Heal me, daddy. I'm like, heal my Heal my, heal my whole. <laughs> Elias is still... He tells Simba like about his Sarah. connection with Sarah. And he's master of none. still reeling about the master of none connect, connection that... I was actually crying with laughter when he said that. Well, it's he like, goes, it's not that. It's just crazy. Like, she said master of none, and I showed her. And that made such an impression on him. He's like, we're soulmates. For months, I believe him to, like, he woke up out of, like, a slumber and was like, master of none. Honestly, when people that hot are, like, find a deepness or what they perceive as deepness, they can't get over it. But that's like saying, that's like... No, but Laura, it's not what we... It's like that level of just like living in like another reality. Where just the most blanket statements are somehow hold yeah. the most meaning. One of the most common statements like of our time. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Like that is such a common... And he's like, whoa. That's like if you said kill two birds with one stone. He'd be like, one stone? Kill two birds with one stone. And he takes out a stone that was in his pocket. And he goes, it's my lucky rock. He goes, look, there are stones all around us on the ground. 
Yeah. That's <laughs> it's like, crazy. That's what happens when you live in a place like this for too long. When your you're brain... so hot and you live in the most beautiful place in all of the world, everything becomes like enriched with the deepest meaning humanly possible. When you're just so fucking hot and all you do is just be barely scantily clad all day. I on... want to go into just like hot Byron lobotomy mode where I'm impressed by master of none. He's like, yeah, I reckon it's sort of a, we have sort of a connection going on. And Simba's like, oh, you should really, he's like, mate, you should really explore that. He goes, yeah, Sarah's a deep thinker. So I hope she'll be at the Johansson event. I was like, guess she will. You're on a show where centered around you all being at the same events. Okay. Nathan, the picnic, he sets up for Sarah. The the business. The business. The picnic. He's, he told Sarah he's going to show, she's going to show her around Byron, but it's really, he's just bringing her to a place that looks like there's lots of green head flies. And he, he's bringing her to the middle of nowhere for a serial killer date. But the, the, he's like, I really like to curate an experience for someone. And I'm like, okay. And this is a gay picnic, but I'm also, it made me fall in love with Nathan. Yeah, kind of, it, it endeared him to me, but he does, he has cut little vegan, like he's gone above and beyond for this girl, which His I'm like. His blanket was really nice. I'm like, does she deserve it? Mm-hmm. He brings a dog. I know. He has, the, everything's cut up in a nice little Tupperware. He goes, I got vegan treats because I know you're vegan. And she goes, oh my God. Wow. And they, they talk about whatever and then she goes so i have a question that i have to ask you and he goes shoot she goes i brought my lute i brought my ukulele and i want to play it if you can film me and he goes sure sure and then she basically just turns him into like her assistant yeah and makes him film her singing her little ukulele song that's when i knew but i know i was like you're You're sick and wrong for this like, how dare you? You're a master of none. I will say... she needs an, She's looking for an Instagram boyfriend. In this moment, I was like, okay, Nathan is straight. I know. But then I was also like, he's also gay. Yeah, he might be... He's bi. Yeah. But he, he goes, I think I fell in love. He's like... Okay, so she plays a song and she's like... Will you... Stop. I hate when you do that voice. I won't. Won't you say And he's filming her and it's like He's swaying back and forth also So I was like this is a bad video Because I would be like don't move okay She's I'm like wait so he just prepared This like delicious sweet little thing And like you're now you're, you're reducing him jacket with to your a, ukulele To an Instagram boyfriend Will you film me Also like you can't, can't. You can't turn Nathan into an Instagram boyfriend because he's also a star. So when you're one of those two, you need a less star. You need the supporting character. And if you both want to be main characters, it's not going to work out because every main character needs their supporting character to film them. Well, whatever she did at work, because he's he's like, I think I'm in love with you. And he also goes, I wanted to kiss you. He goes, I'm seriously like the least confident guy you've ever met. And I'm like, why are you telling her this? Also, I don't think that's true. No, but I'm also like, Sarah goes, really? I would have never guessed. He goes, I feel honored and blessed that you showed me your ukulele playing. Let me film it. I want to kiss you. If someone takes a ukulele out, 
you need to run the other way. You need to take it and beat them to <laughs> death with it. And then go on the lamb. You need to stop. We need to stop, stop white people playing ukuleles. Yeah. The only person that should play ukulele is that Hawaiian guy that sang the Somewhere Over the Rainbow song. And maybe Zoe Deschanel. And maybe Ryan Gosling and Blue Valentine. But even that's stepping a little too far. Sarah does not like Nathan. No. She's like, aw. She's friend zoned him. When you go, aw, and a guy like, tells you that he wants to kiss you after he made you a picnic and filmed you playing your ukulele, if your instinct is not to she's slob like this, on his knob, you're not into him. She's like this gay. She also likes Elias better. Yeah, she, she likes liked Elias. him from the jump. And they would look better together. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so <laughs> we come up on Hannah deep meditation at like some kind of Huntington Gardens looking ground. She goes. And all of a sudden Jade comes barreling up and he sits down and she sits down next to her and he goes, hey, hey, babe. Hey, babe. She doesn't acknowledge him. She doesn't even register, register his existence for like 30 seconds. And then he just sits and puts his sunglasses on and stares ahead. And then like 30 seconds later, she goes, I feel someone's energy next to me. Okay, and then she sees him. Here's my theory is that Jade didn't remember making these plans or Hannah didn't remember making these plans with Jade and nor does she remember what he looks like because her energy when she's with him is very like, oh yeah, you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think she's just like in like a either drug haze or coming down haze was like, let's meet. Or like she was rolling and texted him like, I loved your gift. I want a bottle episode of like what Hannah does when she's not being like spiritual because I think she's a fully depraved drug addict. Oh, I do too. But do you know what I mean? She had kind of like a... She's a sex piss. She didn't... <laughs> she's, she's a real sex piss down the beach. She's a sex piss and a meth addict, a pain pee addict. I feel like there's a lot... I feel like a lot of like true crime they've talked about in Australia, sex pissed. Yeah. Everyone in Australia is a sex piss. <laughs> but she... The way she registered Jade was she didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. And then she was kind of rolling with it. I don't think she remembered making these plans with him. Maybe Jade's little moustache grew in between when they saw each other. So she was thrown by that. She makes him sit inside a giant geode. And he goes, what, what is this? And she goes, it's, if there's a literal definition of a vibe, it's this. This is a vibe. As they're sitting in front of those two huge yeah. things, he goes, what is this? And she goes, so it's an amethyst, right? It's like a geode. And he goes, what's a geode? And she goes, it's like each one is a half. And if you put it together, they match exactly, which is not what a geode no. is, but like go off. And she goes, oh my God, a dragon egg. Do you feel the vibes? This is literally the definition of vibes. And Jade goes, Honestly, no. And he goes, he goes. <laughs> what do you mean dragon? She's like, well, you know, they find dragon bones all over. And he goes, dragon bones? And she goes, yeah, there's, there's heaps of them in Australia. They're always finding dragon bones. She's in a... I'm like... She's in a world... Of, she's Dragon Ball Z. I don't think she mean, even means dinosaurs. I think she means... I think she mean She thinks that Game of Thrones is a documentary. This is when I'm like... This is... She is the she's woman that little, I met at the Abbey who... Asked me if I had Tina. And then did your... Numerology, but... Did your... Uh, what is... It? it wasn't numerology. It was... Uh, My math thing? Yeah, the mapping or whatever. And she... 
was I saw her typing in something and instead of 80 she wrote 8000 mm-hmm. and I was like okay that was Hannah just like a very like wealthy looking woman asking me for Tina yeah Hannah p- parties hard and I want to see I want a glimpse into that world yeah because I think that's an important element she's really into Jade it's a vibe. She's like, what? We're sort of vibing on this higher vibration, and I'm really into it. And Jade is not so much into Hannah. No, Jade. He goes, if I had to choose, I'm really team Jess. He's team Jess and Lauren. He's team whoever will give him free clothes. He does blow up honestly Jess's spot same. a little, though, and says that she wasn't planning on inviting Hannah to her. Or she's worried that Hannah's going to cause a scene mm-hmm. at the Johansson show. And I was just like, ooh, don't. Girly. You got to. Don't say a word. Messenger always gets shot. You're walking tightrope. Uh, then we cut to the fashion show. It's the Johansson event. It's at like a random house on a farm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, the clothes are... They're whatever. There's eight looks total. There's also 20 people in attendance. She, she keeps like, saying... This is a real make or break event. She was the most... This is my very first catwalk, girl. So we need to make this good. And they're like, okay. She goes, please don't fucking fall. Don't fucking fall in the pool. And then she and her, her skinny, skinny, skinny sister meet for champagne. And Jess goes, yeah, I'm, yeah, right. So I'm really nervous. And guess who comes in? A new power couple. Saskia and Frimmy. Okay. They're hot. They're hot. Jess goes, they are such a fucking vibe. Jess calls, but they also, I think they refer to each other as partner, which I'm like. I like that. Okay. Frimmy is really chic. He's created a boutique airline that runs from Sydney to Byron. And it's literally sounds like the Ace Hotel as a prop plane. There's a record machine, cocktails, vintage, vintage records, vinyl. It's sexy. Richard Branson is Australian. Yeah. <laughs> He should invite us to his little island. Points to ponder. <laughs> Much to think about. We need we need Richard to listen to the pod. Yeah. He's a billionaire, right? Yeah. He's a cool billionaire, so it seems. He was in a James Bond movie. Okay. I'm going to rescind my bald daddy Bezos. For Richard? For Richard. And I want to go to Richard Branson's island. Do you know that Kate Winslet saved his mom from a fire on the island? She like dove in and yeah. swam her to a boat. With her husband, Guy Rock and Roll, whatever his name is. Kate's Richie a real Rock one. Roll. Kate really is. Kate's also living like a whole other life that we know it. nothing about. I love that we don't know much about her. It's great. She keeps a real air of mystery around her. Also, Kate Blanchett's Australian. And Nicole. And Kate Winslet's not Australian, though. No, she's British. Kate. Yeah, Naomi and Nicole, well, AMC's Nicole, number one fan. Nicole's actually born in Hawaii. <gasps> Did you know? I didn't know that. She moved. But Naomi Watts is Australian. Pure blood Australian. A pure Aussie from down under who had to live in a car and eat Snickers bars before she got famous. Do you know who else is part is half Australian? Who? Our mutual my one of my best friends in life, Renee, Renee Barton. Yeah. Australian citizen. She doesn't have an accent though. No. So But it's in her blood. Okay. Shout out to Renee. Shout out to Australians, Australians again, you're killing it. So Saskar and Frumi are just Frimi. like Frimi are Frumi. They're Frimi just like has really, Hobbit vibes. Yeah, they're just like really chic. She's wearing like this kind of 
everyone's wearing black and white and she's wearing orange. A pop of color. Which I loved. Alex walks up to her and he goes, this is an outfit. She goes, yeah, I don't believe in seasons. He goes, I'm glad you're in color. Everyone's in black. It's like a funeral. <laughs> He's such a bitch. He's such a fucking cunt. He's also Sarah's pimp now. I know. He goes, so what about Nathan? How was that date? She, or he's like, how was that hangout? And she goes, well, he made a picnic for me. And he goes, oh, so it was a date. She goes, I don't know. Yeah, but. He wants her to be with Nathan. Yeah. It's good for her followers. I love, I don't believe in seasons. Same. In Byron Bay, you don't need to believe in seasons. It's always summer. It's always summer in Byron Bay. I love knowing that the Gold Coast and Byron Bay are really close to each other. I do too. Nathan has like an awkward exchange with Sarah and then just ignores her, which is very like... Straight. Very, yeah, I was like, that He's gave like, me... He's like, so he is straight yeah, after he is all. straight. He's like totally bi. Yeah, it was, but that's very like middle school dance. I know. And it's also just like, okay, great. Typical. Here we go. Sarah's feeling a little weird. It's weird. Hannah enters... All eyes on me style. She goes to Alex. Nathan's not really. Sorry, Sarah goes. Nathan's not really acknowledging me. He goes, it's weird. You know, it's weird. (laughs) Sarah's confidence can be shattered. By a man. By literally not. It doesn't even take words. Hannah arrives. Thank God. Hannah is like, she's the, she's main character energy that I really respect. Oh yeah. Because she floats in. And I, I don't even believe that anyone really like freaked out or acknowledged her all that much. But she walks in as though everyone cheered upon her arrival. And she goes, ah. she's true who me. I know. At all times. I love for And it. I love it. She goes, she, she gives Jess a card with like a cartoon of Kylie and Kendall at the Met Ball. And it says, sisters who slay together, stay together. And Jess reads it and she goes... Sisters who slide together, stay together. <laughs> I love you. And Hannah goes, say it's Kylie and Kendall. Which one are we? They love the Kardashians in Australia. Yeah. I love that that car. When get you that car. filmed, I wrote me and Carrie. Sisters. This is a real us moment. And it was. Sisters who slide together, Sisters stay who together. Sisters together, stay together. I think That's it was a, filmed. Don't let Elias hear that. That was. He'll go. Slay? Slay? And I just watched Gladiator yesterday. Yeah. Slay? <laughs> I love bobsledding. <laughs> I do it on... I take it up on... Slay? I had a slay when I was younger. <laughs> I take it out to the, out to the outback to the when outback it's winter. And I just sled down the mountains. Sled down the mountains. I sled sand down sled. the slab. I sand sled. Um, I sled down a fucking sand dune not too long ago. Hannah's very upset. She's here on a. She's here for to support Jess and like pretend to support her, but she's also here to bury the hatchet with Alex, who apparently was heard saying that at the sound bath party that her family, Hannah and her family, like the Handmaid's Tale people. She's reeling from Alex, and she's now just roping Sarah in, even though Sarah didn't do a damn thing. She's saying, "Alex and Sarah, I'm really concerned them." Saying I was like Handmaid's Tale. And Jess is like, all right, we'll go do it, but don't throw any drinks. Some really don't cause a scene. Sarah goes, she's sad girl. Sad girl summer. Well, I go, maybe Nathan's ignoring you because you're annoying and boring. Well, maybe you should just go talk to him if you really want to talk to him that much. She goes, honestly, I'm spending lots of time alone at the party. 
and it's kind of sad. Like I'm just, I guess, alone. And it's the first time I've really been feeling like an outsider in Byron Bay. You are, girl. And she goes up to Elias and Kai. She goes, hey, what are you guys doing talking about? And, he, and Elias goes, we're just talking about dubstep. And I was like, I'll see myself out. Thank Elias you. is wearing, he has a nipple ring, by the way. Oh, I didn't even see that. No, I saw, I was looking at pictures of him. Wait, oh, I, I want to look. Oh. He's got a real big nipple ring too, like a hoop. Not like a little bar, like a full on. It is so hot when guys have nipple it's rings. hot. Would you ever get a nipple ring? No. <laughs> I have thought about getting one, but I've I also have read so many horror stories. Yeah. They take forever to heal. And my belly button ring took almost two years to heal. So I can only Oof. imagine how much a nip takes. I mean, I got my cartilage pierced. Did you know that? Where is it now? It's gone. My mom made me take it out. Uh, I had a bar. That's sexy. When I went to when I went to London, I got a piercing in Camden Town where Amy Winehouse used to be. You said, I'm punk now, mom. I said, hey, I'm punk. And I told my parents over Skype. And you said, like, God save the queen. I went, yeah. <laughs> the fascist friends day. And they, I told them, um, and they were, their faces. Uh, my mom literally went, and my dad goes, is that the gay year? <laughs> Was it the gay year? No, but I said both of them are. <laughs> both of them are, because I'm gay from the inside out. So both ears are gay. Left ear, right ear, it's all the same gay to me, because I'm gay. And then I left it in for all my, sec my last semester in college, and my mom, when I was home from college i had a job interview in new york the following day and my mom came up behind me and took it out of my ear and said it's time and flushed it down the toilet uh, <laughs> she placed hands on you not like hard she delicately took it out of my ear and said no more wow right i love that her power Rockstar. Fucking Rockstar Dorothy. What if she took it out and put it in her own ear? <laughs> she took it out. <laughs> she put, like, took it out and put it in her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. So yeah, you know, Sarah and Elias are vibing still. Hang on. Elias Byron Bay's nipple ring. Where is it? Show me. God, he's so hot. Yeah, he's fucking hot. It doesn't even matter that he's vacant. No, I want him to like. I, I want to lick him, him on the side of the road outside of like a surfing beach. I want to lick the sweat <laughs> off his torso. Yeah, just lap it up. <laughs> I'm not oh. myself tonight. What? This is you with your nipple ring. <laughs> I was very. Piercing. I was very British version. This is of, you. I was very British version of queer folk. You were gay. Imagine. Gay, gay, gay. Gay, gay, gay. Gay, gay, gay. Now I'm an earring and I'm the gayest mate hey, in all I the land. I was exploring. I love it. I wish it was still here. I went with my my straight Would friend. Would you ever pierce ears again? I was going to. I was with my straight friend, Amir, and we got our ears pierced together. And he was he got like a stud in his lobe, like a diamond. And I got that. And we were both like, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. I went to uh body electric which is very close by where i live like on melrose yeah I, that's where i've got my like double ear piercing and not my belly button pierce i got that in venice but venice beach, venice beach. Yeah. beach why isn't there a venice reality show there should be 
that's all just like girls wearing hats and scarves and little boots and nothing else. Eating a scarf. They wear a scarf. Bowls. They wear a scarf that goes around their neck and then over their tits and then goes under their mm-hmm. in their private the the private area. But I emailed the guy because he does like he does like the thing where he'll do like five ear piercings in your ear, like design a whole ear piercing scheme. And I was like craving like six ear piercings in my ear. He's a very expensive. He said minimum $500 for him to do like a Damn. whole thing. And I was like, well, your prices really went up from when you charged me 75. I think it's hot when guys have earrings. I know. Simon has both his pierced. It's really sexy. I think you should pierce your ear again. I had my cartilage pierced when I was 13 at Claire's. It weirdly didn't hurt at all. Uh, mine, I didn't even feel mine. Mine was a little infected. And it mine just never really healed because that part of the ear takes a long time to heal. So then I eventually just took it out. But now I want I want like this pierced. Oof. I know. I want to go like ham on just like some weird piercings in my ears. Anyways. Elle approaches Sarah and Alex and basically like power plays her into like making a fool of herself staying away from nathan sarah is talking to elias also sarah is i'm realizing like she is our i'm gonna just go with the impression that the gold coast is full of sluts (laughs) does sarah give you that vibe well yeah because she's talking to elias and she goes he goes are you vegan she goes i'm vegan she goes i'd tried to eat seafood like i tried to eat oysters but i can put them in my mouth i just can't swallow them and then he kind of laughs because he goes i'm thinking about blowjobs he says to himself and then i just think like sarah she's giving me that now like i'm gonna i have big dsls and i'm gonna say really sexually suggestive stuff to everyone which i love yeah but like barn bay is not a place where you get open sexual vibes. well l basically slut shames her because she was like how was the date she goes you know yeah i reckon you and nathan are just more friends <laughs> i'm she like goes, bitch yeah, you have I a boyfriend thought- you have it like why do you care you meddler you're stop yeah you're stop and and sarah goes yeah it wasn't really a proper date i guess because I, I wasn't wearing i was wearing underwear and i wasn't wearing heels yeah, I wasn't wearing heels. I was wearing underpants. And Elle goes, "Do you is that a judge of a date for you?" And Sarah goes, "Yeah, if you're wearing heels and undies, it's a date. It's a date. Not undies. If you're wearing heels and no undies, it's a date." And you just see Elle's face. Elle goes, "Wow. Well, I'm." She goes, "She goes. Mm, okay. Mm, I'm gonna go network over there. <laughs> Bye." She goes, "That comment was totally Gold Coast and totally trashy." <laughs> Elle is on a one-woman campaign to cancel the Gold Coast. Just destroy She's Sarah. gonna fucking atomic bomb the Gold Coast of Australia. Elle is Putin vibes, she and is. the Gold Coast is her Ukraine. I feel like Putin. And she goes, enough. Why is she so mad? I hope that we learn what her beef is. Does she is. say enough? No, but she's always just... She's the number one Gold Coast hater. Yeah, leave the Gold Coast alone. Like, who hurt her? Someone. Maybe she's is she from... Is she secretly the, from the Gold Coast? She might be. Is one of her... She has relatives in the Gold Coast? I hope Coast? we uncover from her past. I hope someone goes Dale to the library style and looks up Ail's family tree and realizes that she has great ties and connections to the Gold Coast. Her dad was the mayor of the Gold Coast. <laughs> 
Um, her family is our president of yeah. the Gold Coast. Her Al- last name is Gold Coast. Her, yeah, oh, Gold Coast. Um, Hannah approaches Alex and basically like calls him and Sarah out for. She's like, so what was my family? Were they the ones? Who are fo- forcing girls to be raped or the ones being raped? She goes, so yeah, this is in reference to the to you saying The Handmaid's Tale at my party. So which one were we? And then she basically forces Alex to... But he doesn't, he basically doesn't, he's like, I don't apologize. You don't take the bait. He's like, he kind of just goes, yeah, I don't know. He I'm goes, gonna- no, you were, the gold, you were the golden ones. The light was shining on you. You're the emerging beauties. And I was like, I'm obsessed <laughs> with that pivot because that's exactly something what I would do in that situation. Hannah, and it leaves Lie Han- and charm my way out of it. But it leaves Hannah like kind of bewildered. And she goes, okay. Okay. She loves it. So the fashion show happens and Jess walks out before with her little champagne glass. And she goes, yeah, so I'm so excited to have everyone here for the Johansson House fashion show. And you're looking 16 people. She goes, to my old, to my new friends and my old ones. And then you see Hannah and she goes, <laughs> she waves like a mom to her kid in a play. Hannah goes, I'm so proud of you, babe. And then, so the fashion show happens. It's a show. It's definitely something. It's an eight. Luke show. Yeah. And then and Alex is just ripping it to shreds as it's happening. Alex sidles up next to Saskia. And Saskia, he goes, hey, what do you think of this show so far? And she goes, well, it's very progressive for Byron Bay. And he goes, progressive for Byron Bay? It's all neutrals. <laughs> neutrals, whites and taupes and creams. And she goes, yeah, I reckon it's taken, a, she's like, it's taken heaps of years for her to get to this point. And he goes, he's like, six years. Six years for eight looks. Okay. I'm like, he's not wrong. He's there to read. Yeah. I we need we were craving we manifest we, we, we were did craving a gay villain. He's a gay cunt and I we love We need him to go even further. He goes, What do you think of this look? And it's like a the girl in like a shirt dress walking down and she gets Sassy goes, Now I would wear that one. He has very pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> He's iconic. I want to invite him to people's birthday parties just so that he can talk shit in the background. Yeah, the, you know how we like, need one person. You need one person at every party to be a shit fucking stir. You know how Mrs. Maisel used to get paid to like start combos at parties. Yeah, we need a shit. Th- someone we needs need to get paid. Villains, yeah, Australian gay villains to go around and talk shit. We know who's, but you know who is floored by the line, Jade. He goes. Jess killed it, and I'm totally going to post it on my Instagram. He documents the entire show. Yeah. It's like the only fashion show he's ever been to. I'm sorry. He gives Jess a huge bouquet of flowers afterwards, and he goes, these are for you. And she goes, oh. And he goes, yeah, I know. (laughs) I love being like, yeah, I know, about the beautiful flowers you're giving someone else. We all need to channel... More jade energy. More jade and more In our day to day. What can you bring to every interaction that's a little bit jade and a little bit Alex? And no, less Sarah. Not Sarah. Or Elle. Noel. And very, how can you be as Hannah as possible? Sarah, um, well, Elias comes out, Elias, Elias comes out of just the surf. Just call him what you want to call him. Elle comes out of the surf and he's like just looking like a fucking cock tower like i just you know what i mean and he's made of throbbing he's a grandfather cocks. clock made out of dick mm-hmm. and he just comes out 
And then he looks over and he goes, oh, hi. And Sarah's just on the beach. In a bikini. Looking so thin and giant tits and with giant, giant headphones on. She goes, oh, hi. What was she doing? I don't know. And they start talking. what time is it? 8 p.m. They're meeting in the mist. She goes, yeah, so how was the surf? And he's like, it was great. He's like, you having a good time? She's like, yeah, I'm just listening and writing some songs. And then they start talking and... She, within two minutes of talking to him, she's she's like, I'm feeling sort of alone here. I don't know what to do. And then she starts crying. Yeah, she starts weeping. But, but I'm also like... But he loves it. He loves it. And she knows exactly what she's doing. Like, mm-hmm. if you're that hot in a bikini, and when you're hot and really sad, it's disarming... And it makes men want to take care of you. He's totally in love and with he's her. he's fallen for it. And he's going to now tell her everything she needs to know. But basically he throws Nathan under the bus. And he just he just says that she's basically like a total fuckboy. And that she should stay away from him. And he doesn't actually like him. Yeah. She goes, do you think he's a playa? You think he's a fuckboy? He's like, yeah. He's like... Yeah, all right. yeah, you know, I, I when I, I reckoned he was a good guy when I first met him, and then all of a sudden I started seeing him out, and I was really like, I don't want to be part of that life. I was like, damn. I'm like, okay, I'll swallow your cock, whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, she's like, let me at it. Mm, put that oyster in my mouth, daddy. I would... I'm... I would do a seafood tower with him. Same. I'll be in that tower. <laughs> we don't have to touch or even make eye contact. You take the front, I'll take the back. <laughs> or the other way around. We're Eiffel Towering. Well, Eiffel Tower, Elias. Um. <laughs> well, human centipede. He can be the middle. I'll be in the front. <laughs> okay, I'll eat his ass. I don't care. <laughs> we'll shower with him, but separately. We don't look at each other. and th- But we, we don't look at each other, but we just let each other know when we're like out of the vicinity. <laughs> So I'm, <laughs> but Elias I go, is I go, a constant. I go, last, knock three times, please. And you go, all right. And you go, hang on, I'm just putting my towel on. I'm going <laughs> to step out of the room. And I go, okay, just let me know. Knock three times when you're out of the room. And then, and that's how we both fuck him at the same time. <laughs> Not three times, last. I go, Carrie, have you come yet? Knock three times and you've come and you're getting out of the room, okay? And you go, all right. And I just and I just put headphones on so I don't even hear it. You put on you put on uh, Sarah's headphones. I put Sarah's headphones right on, start listening to all my favorite music. And then later I hear a knock. All right, love, it's over. Your turn. All right, I'm dressed and he's ready for you. That's the ultimate gay ally gay girl ally friendship it's where we don't look at each we don't even look at each other (laughs) but we have both fucked the same person (laughs) in succession we i'm really envisioning a vision that came to me is us and byron just like living there for a couple weeks podcasting i could do a byron stint just a small semester abroad in byron yeah just a chance to really live, laugh, love, and bar and buy. Do you think the Australian government would pay for us to go? <laughs> I'm like, we will be tourism whores for you. Don't you need us yeah. to like... Yeah, all right. I, I reckon I could do a trip to Byron and just be sort of like Come an on. ambassador from Los Angeles. Not from the Americas, but from 
Los Angeles. Los Angeles goes to Byron. I'm from, where are you from? I'm from Los Angeles, America. <laughs> I think, honestly, like I could just, I'm like. You'd be a shill for the What state. readers can make this happen? I know that, I know, I just saw it. We have, I mean, we have a strong Aussie. We have connected readers. Mm -hmm. Just like make us, just help us live in Byron for a couple weeks. Hell, I'll go to the Gold Coast. I would go literally anywhere. <laughs> Just take me to Australia. I don't want to really go to the Outback, but I would. Oh, I want to go to the Outback. We'll do. We'll but go I don't ride wanna, in the Outback. But I'm also afraid of like getting going missing. Well, I'll <laughs> I'll beard you in the Outback. Okay. I'll be like, he's straight. Don't worry about it, man. No, I'm not talking about even gay violence. I'm talking about just backpacking. You know, okay, wait. Can I give you a movie recommendation for you and Simon to sure. watch that's really going to send you yeah. to a, a true place? Yeah. Wake and Fright. It's an Australian, like, oh, I, old 70s. I watched it. You with, did? On Shudder with Donald Pleasance. Um, yeah. The guy, the teacher goes the to The teacher, that. yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's so good. It's also, like, really gay. It's really gay. And Donald Pleasance, who was in Halloween, is in it, and it's, it's terrifying. It's a true Australian horror tale. Yeah. Also, a really we good... We won't go full... We won't go Wolf Creek vibes. We'll stick mm. to the... We'll stick to the edges of the island a really good australian movie by the way is called these final hours and it's the guy who's in wolf creek who wow. gets away and shiv roy is in it as a an bit, australian queen as a bit player and the girl who played siobhan in mayor of Easttown is in it wow An another aussie queen <sighs> there are so many and it's about an asteroid hitting the earth incredible coming next week though alex I accidentally watched a little bit of the episode three and apparently Alex finds out that Jade's <laughs> biggest followership is in Turkey and Iraq. Turkey. So I believe that he has like a heavy influence in Turkey. He yeah. kind of looks Turkish. He has, and he's like med spa vibes. Yeah. But Alex, Alex claims that having followerships in Turkey and Iraq and like places like India mean that you have a lot of fake followers. And I'm like, I don't, Alex, I think you're just a hater. Alex is a hater. He's a jader. And also, like, okay, so buy your clients some fucking followers and let's get this money. Yeah, maybe you'd be more successful. Yeah. I mean, I I think I'd always... I mean... I haven't it's bought followers ever, but I've thought nor, about nor it. Nor I. I mean, I've never... I've heard people... Whenever you find out someone's bought followers, you hear the rumors and you're like, oh. But... At this point, I think it's very, like, destigmatized. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I've never done it either. But I'm also like, if Alex, if Jade wants to do that. Let Jade Jade. Let Jade do his thing and buy like Jade's Turkish fucking thriving. followers. Yeah. And it's working for him. Yeah. He's the most. His bold. engagement seems still pretty good. Even yeah. if a lot of them, even if a lot of them are fake, he's still getting like, I think a pretty good conversion rate on like likes he's to. Heaps of engagement. Have you gotten heaps of engagement? And if you have, maybe your clients would get more heaps of invasion if you followed the Jade protocol, Alex. You'd be lucky if Jade was one of your stable. Should we try and live like influencers for a week? No. Okay, fine. Maybe I will. All right. Well, guys, again, listen up. Australian listeners, spread the word about Byron Bay's being on. This is a podcast, so you better listen up. You better listen up. Spread the word that we are doing Bays of Our Lives. 
Spread the word that I want, we like, are dying to go to Byron Bay in Melbourne. I'm. I also that movie with uh, Robin Wright and Naomi Watts, where they both fuck each other's sons oh. in Melbourne, is real. One watch that I've never forgotten, and I want to go spend time in Melbourne too. So if any, and I would also go to Sydney or, as we said, the Gold Coast. So if any listeners can help make that happen, yeah, I reckon if you could help make that, and and please <laughs> let I, us know. I do feel like my accent got better in this. It did. Tell, please get in touch with Kerry and let him know that his accent improved. Massively. No longer abysmal and only slightly abysmal. <laughs> Love just bismal. Bismal. Yeah, Carrie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mate, but it was truly bismal. I love to say this that it, your accent did improve, but, but it could go, it could get even better, but I know it will. It's a little dog shit. It's a little shit, but. Anyway, though, guys. I'm going to Google, but I'm going to spend a lot of time for the rest of my Friday Googling Byron Bay. Also, if there are tickets on sale for our June tour, it's coming up quicker than you think. It's heading up right now, it's right only- quick. It's about two months away. Yeah, and every description of the episodes will include links to buy tickets. So if you're wondering where to go, you can either click on the links in our social bios or you can just go to the description of this podcast episode and you'll see all the dates and links to buy tickets. Come see us in Denver, Minneapolis, Detroit, or Philly. Philly's for sure selling out like it's getting there and the Philly heads know what's up because they've already seen the magic happen and you know it's a good show when I wasn't even there I literally had to be on a screen it's still and it's still fucking rocked the house down we both had the most fun we had so much we had so much fun the audience had a great time oh I can't I'm I'm craving my city you can have a great time with us on separate coasts hosting a show then imagine how great of a time you can have with a, both of us. In present. In person. <laughs> anyway. In present. In person. So listen up to listen this up. podcast. And guys, we love you. Love and light. Love and light to you and Byron Bay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Editing services provided by Friend of the Pod Production.